0: This is Logan Swinkles from Mornings with Ian Smith on SNZ. And joining me now from Chiefs Manoa is assistant coach Brent Coa. It's a great time of year with the return of Super Rugby All So what are the excitement levels like uh, amongst the camp to get out there on Saturday and take on the Hurricane's power? Uh yeah, everyone's
1: buzzing. Hey, eh? they're ready to go. Um, I think the preseason we managed to get a couple of games under our belt and um I think everyone's just biting at the bit mate, ready to go.
0: What have you learned from those games from preseason?
1: uh just I think it's just time in the satellite. I think more the more tank, game time you get, you get to sort of fine tune your systems and I think you, you can't you can't beat that you can practice all you like, but it's actually um under under tension where you actually see where you need where you need to fix things so now nah, from that point of view, it's been good good learnings and um ready to go
0: yeah always good to put a uh, the squad under a bit of stress there but you know with players juggling jobs motherhood you know and a rugby career in some cases in multiple codes how have the how have those season preparations progressed like is it tough getting everyone together sometimes um it's
1: i'll say it's working in the right direction so everything's everything's getting better and i think um I don't know based off what happened last year and the momentum of women's rugby like we can't expect things to be go from zero to 100 straight away I think it's still putting systems in place making sure we progress it at a good speed as well and I think um, could it be better yeah I think it could be but is it is it um, allowing us to do what we need to do right now of course it is.
0: Yeah, there is that big question mark around women's rugby right now that seems to be, you know, how do we build upon the love for the women's game that we saw uh, from the Rugby World Cup last year? Where do you see Opaki succeeding in that regard?
1: I think uh, although they've increased the um, amount of games, it's only a small increase. You know, I think I understand the the intention is to go into the Trans-Tasman space I would love to have seen a home and away series at least to get, I think five games over the course of the competition. You're kind of just hitting your straps, um, you know, and getting your systems right. So for me, I think the growth of the game after this season, I'd like to see it grow much quicker. And um, I think just from a, you know, from a professional space, if you want to, you're bringing these people into into this environment. It wants to be for a decent whack of time, obviously, you know, for a competition. So, um, yep, it's better than last year. And I think we've just got to make sure we, we do everything from our side of it as coaches, as management and as players to make sure that we um, I think deliver a great product.
0: As a coach, how do you prepare for such a short season like that when there's, you know, not a lot of time to, you know, refine and fine tune things?
1: Yeah um there isn't a lot of time together as a team so a lot of the work gets done behind the scenes you know a lot of one on one meetings um there's a big reliance on right now for the girls to do a lot of own time training and obviously they come from different parts of the mutu different parts of the the country so it's there's a there's a big reliance on the on the players themselves so I think from a the professionalism piece, once we're able to get those get eyes on all those players more often and for a bigger building, I think it's um it'll be great. But right now it's definitely not enough time. But at the same time, like there's a lot of girls in there that are in the national environment. So they know what's what to expect and there's um women in there that were of the Opaki competition last year so they know what to expect as well so I think as coaches as long as we set the expectations and we deliver on that as well um, you know I think that's we've got to lead by example it's one thing saying players do this players do that but we've got to walk the walk and talk the talk as well.
0: Your wife Crystal stepping into the head coaching role after the, the uh, success of Alan Bunting in the first season Since coming in, into that spot, how do you think she's taken to the new role?
1: Uh, Just like any other role. You know, it's, um, she thrives in any environment she's a part of. Um, She's got her own take on the game. She's not a, she won't follow. She's more about evolving the game. So she makes, I think one of her strengths, her absolute strengths is her ability to bring people together. So she'll always find people that are, that challenge that'll challenge her because that's gonna she doesn't want yes people she wants people that are gonna create debate and it's gonna make people better. So no I think it's just another another team and like any like any team she coaches she she wants to win. <laughs> like that's a given. And um she has that expectation on all coaches, on all management. Um, be world class leading in your own space. Awesome. And that's the main thing that she brings you. That's
0: awesome. Uh, with with that, you know, you've got this husband and wife coaching dynamic between the two of you. What do you think makes it so successful?
1: Uh, our strengths are different, and I think we've coached together for about twelve years now, and um, we just balance each other out. We won't think we look at the game slightly different. So when we when we're looking at um teams or players for selection like we hold each other accountable and I think um we love that space I think it's I'm pretty lucky in in that in that respect like we both have an absolute hunger for the game, but it's a healthy it's a healthy space where we just love to grow and if you live in the koa household mate it's um our kids are coaches and they don't know it yeah <laughs> they'll they sort of took the same lingo as us, which is quite, which is quite
0: cool. Well, uh, watch out in a few years' time. I'm sure <laughs> you stepped into the head coaching role at the Bay Plenty uh, Volcanics uh, yeah. last year. What did you learn about yourself uh, as a coach that you're now bringing in with you to the Chiefs Manoa?
1: Um, I think it's just being able to adapt. Like we came back from Japan um, about 13 months ago after spending four years coaching over there, and the game is different the people are different, and I think it's just I probably learned more more about listening like what changes need to be made what are the people saying um listen more than you before you start to put things in place. So I think that's probably been a big learning for me um and just working with new coaching staff like getting different people involved, making sure that everyone knows their role they're in it's a it's a growth environment you know i think that's that's always something i like to challenge myself on
0: speaking of you know working in with new coaches can you just explain to our listeners who else uh is involved in the coaching setup there at chiefs manawa and how the roles differ
1: yeah so we've got daryl suasua and greg smith so greg smith's our set piece coach daryl suasua is our attack coach um they're both highly experienced coaches in their in their own right. Like Daryl's been to a couple of World Cups um with the woman. He's I think he's one of the trailblazers, to be honest, in the women's space. Um same same as Greg, like they've got a vast experience in the game across the men and women's space. Uh probably the one thing with all those coaches, and I do so I'm a counter-attack coach, um, and Crystal's the defense coach. So we although we have our own space like we're in charge of the big rocks and we'll sit there and we'll debate everything around um i see it this way and they'll always have a different opinion or what do you think about this and i think what's great about our coaching team is we're we're open to to feedback which is great where sometimes you have coaches you know they'll they'll stick to their own space and it's like don't touch i think um with us we before we um i think our first few meetings together we spent sort of six to eight hours like just getting to know each other picking our brains around rugby um i think that's we've all got a similar mindset you know we're really competitive um we really care about our people Um, culture's massive and we love to mix that in with performance like i think there's a good balance and we um We all get on really well. That's a bonus.
0: (laughs) And I already know what the expectations are coming in uh, as defending champions. So I don't don't even need to ask you uh, about that. But looking at some of the players uh, in the squad this year, you've got Tanika Willison, who, you know, that's that's a name that's going to be familiar to rugby fans that follow the Black Ferns 7. So when she was announced, Crystal mentioned that she's a champion of the unseen mahi. What does Tanika do off the field to help strengthen the team?
1: Oh, I think it's just, uh, it's great that she's come from the New Zealand Sevens environment. Um, she just has that professional mindset. So she knows uh, with Sevens, you're constantly in those pressure environments. You know, you're playing tournament, each tournament is pressure. And so bringing that that calm nature, I think you can't underestimate how important that is to an environment. So um, Nex has got a big mouth she's uh <laughs> that's one of her strengths but um I think we've been involved with Neeks for a long time so we started coaching Neeks when she was about 14 years old so we had, had her at Hamilton Girls High School and um she's just a great human but I think when it comes to selection like we take all that into account so it's not just Nika it, not just Neeks, it's um it's every player like You've got to have the skill set, the work skill set, work ethic, but you've just got to be a, a bloody good human as well. So then we can go to those places and actually um, push each other, and there's not going to be any negative reaction to it.
0: You've also you've brought in a couple of big names from rugby league circles as well with uh, Abigail Roach and uh, RP Nichols. How do you see them slotting into the Chiefs' Manawa lineup, and you know what impact can they bring?
1: Uh, yeah again, they're great players. they've got a rugby background as well so Uppy um used to be Cook Island Sevens, and uh we coached her back then as well and the same as Abby she was Auckland Sevens, and um they just bring a professional mindset and um they're people that'll do the work behind the scenes um, they're detailed people they once they know the detail, they can play with freedom so. They, they definitely add to the environment. Absolutely.
0: Is there, is there anyone else in the squad that you're hoping to see a big season from that the fans should keep an eye out for?
1: Uh, we've got a... Oh, to be honest, like, we've got some exciting people right across the board. You know, we've got a couple of young'uns like um, Oliver Watherston. We've got um, Georgia Dalles. You know, um, we've got some big riggers up the front as well. And... Um, uh, in terms of Shah so like um, I think for us it's not more of the individual players it's more around how well we play together if we do those jobs well then I think the people who score are just the, on the end of the line
0: uh, and just lastly from me Brent considering you know your experience with coaching women's rugby where would you hope to see Super Rugby picky go in the near future um, I mean you sort of mentioned partnering up with the likes of Australia but where else could it go
1: uh I think realistically like Australia, you've got you've got Fiji who are doing absolutely amazing things on the World Series with sevens and, and their fifteens team. So I, I think um I think it's nailing the basics first, you know, like Tasman Rugby, there's a good there's a good um competition there that we can link into and I think from there we can grow from it. But right now, um it is small you know we need to grow it i think to you know get the excitement of the fans and also as players to play a more meaningful competition it's going to be bigger so i think um the franchises like the chiefs chiefs manual like they're amazing you know the board they're genuinely involved in everything trying to evolve the game so um yeah, hopefully next year we get some Tasman rugby or at least a couple of rounds to make it a a much more entertaining uh, competition. But yeah, we definitely need at least a couple of Aussie teams or the whole the whole shebang
0: going. Nice, I love it. Uh, let's keep riding that wave of women's rugby, mate. And uh, I really appreciate your time this morning, Brent.
1: Now, good as gold, mate. All the best day.